Welcome to King of Hearts, Queen of Sorrows, Episode 2. This is my platform for discussing one of my favorite shows of all time, Mobile Fighter G Gundam. I am your host, Matthew Munoz. I am an aspiring author and selective enjoyer of anime. So, Episode 2 of G Gundam was a friggin' doozy. Um, <laughs> I just watched it at speed while trying to take down notes, so some of this stuff is going to sound a little canned because it is, honestly. And I'm doing it like this so I can have my notes for Shadow Font later on because uh, I want to do like a deep analysis of each character Basically, each of the big characters. So there's like six or seven of them that I'm really going to talk about in depth. And I'll probably, well, anyway, it doesn't, you don't need the insight into how I'm going to do the shadow font thing. But um, let me go ahead and get into episode two right now. So what happens? Doman fights New America's fighter Chippity Crockett and defeats him handily by blowing up Gundam Maxter's right arm. Uh, so, uh, oops, <laughs> I put something in the wrong section. Uh, sorry. See, I'm reading off my notes and it. Kind of messed me up here. Oh, boy. So, I was going to talk about what Rain is like, and uh, basically in this episode, she gets to be feisty, and that's pretty cool with me. Um, here we go. So, she, uh, like, shoots these Neo-America thugs who are coming to beat up Domun because that's how they do... Like, everybody's shady. Everybody's so shady in the Gundam fight, um, which is apparently a thing that... I don't know everybody... It's hard to tell if it's an open secret or... Um, if everybody just kind of accepts it because that's how things have always been, or maybe that's how things have developed to be over the last 60 years. And like, as far as I can tell, Rain, Domun, uh, the others besides Saishi are like in their twenties and, um, Saishi is probably like 12 or 13, you know, like they're, these are young people. They're definitely, I think everybody's definitely below 30, except for Argo Golski. He's probably like 35, 40, but anyway, I'd be super interested to see on, on the wiki, uh, like their official ages, which maybe that's something I'll do, uh, later. Um, but anyway, moving on through episode two, um, yeah, Rain gets to be cool. Doan's being a jerk to her and she like, I think she sticks a thermometer in his mouth, the the screen went by so fast, because, or the images on the screen went by so fast because I was watching it in, you know, sped up order. Uh, just because I've already seen this, I watched it a couple months ago. Um, so there, to me, there's no point in watching it, you know, in regular speed when I can just absorb it, absorb it again. Um, so anyway, uh, let me see. What's Doman like? He's wild and out of control. Uh, he beats up a boxer uh, who's... I don't know if he's the champion or, or if Chibity was the champion, but he beats up this boxer so that he can sucker punch Chibity. Like, he breaks into the guy's room, punches him, knocks him out in one hit, which, you know, Doman's a super strong fighter, so of course he's able to do that. And this guy's just a boxer. You know, forgive me for saying that. Um, but uh, anyway, then he sneaks into the ring. He sucker punches Chibity, like, hits him really badly, and Chibity is, like, hurt. Uh, I think he, like, uppercuts him or something, and, uh, anyway, he's, like, reeling from it, and then Doman throws off this cloak, because, you know, boxers come in in their hoods and stuff, and he's like, I order, I challenge you to a fight, Needle America fighter, Chibity Crockett, and Chibity's like, dude, I want to fight you, that's, like, I'm here in the city where my dream started, so that I can, you know, beat this guy, be the champion, and then win, you know, for America, be Gundam of Gundams, um, so, <laughs> that's pretty crazy, so he's, like, way immature, um, and... I'll just give spoilers. I think Domun's arc is, like, really shallow. Um, as opposed to, like, Yusuke Yurameshi, who I think has, like, a really deep arc, which, again, you'll be hearing about that soon uh, if you stick around to this channel. Um, so I'm going to move on from here. What's Chibity Crockett like? Chibity is Gundam Maxter's um, pilot. Uh, he defeated his rival, Desert or Scud Gundam, in a single blow. Um, I'm thinking Desert and Scud, they're referring to, since this was made in 94, like, the Gulf War, so... And it looked kind of like it was in a desert and, uh, I don't know, vaguely Arab or Arabic, whatever. Um, so I think the 
creators behind Jigundam are pulling from that, uh, even though that's irrelevant to uh, to uh, who Chibity is as a character. I just kind of thought I'd bring that up. So Chibity's from New York. Um, he's very idealistic. He grew up basically as like an orphan or – oh, yeah, he was orphan. That's right. He <laughs> grew up as an orphan, and uh, they show him as like a tiny kid um, beating up these huge guys and uh, – Rain mentions later that in New York, in America, but in New York, especially, like, people are so desperate to pursue their dreams that they will act out in order to do that. And I wonder if that's, like, a Japanese perception of how Americans are, which, by the way, Chibity is, like, proud, he's brash, he's got these... I find it so hard to say. He has these beautiful women around him. Not that I'm attracted to these cartoon characters, but they're designed. They're meant to be. And in the context of the show, they're supposed to be these, like, knockout gorgeous women. And one thing that I love about that about them in particular is that they're all shades like uh i guess like anyway there's like a couple white women a black woman hispanic woman i think um so it's like really neat like so i'm married i've been married for a long time i met my wife like 15 years ago and we got married like 10 years ago um and oh gosh i hope that's right (laughs) nine i think we're at nine years right now but it feels like we've been together forever and i love it um, you know, some people say, oh, how long have you been married this long? How much does it feel like? Oh, a few minutes underwater, you know, cause marriage is a terrible trap that you must keep yourself from getting into. No, that's not true. It's a lie. Don't believe it anyway. Um, but I always thought like, oh, like so many women from around the world are beautiful and it's really neat. Like it would be an interesting experience to like spend time with different women from around the world. And like, oh, look at this woman. She's beautiful in this way. And this woman over here is beautiful in those ways. And like, I think it's fair And I don't think it's gross for me to be saying this, but like people from all around the world are attractive because we're all humans (laughs) and humans are attracted to humans for the most part. And uh, it's fine to find beauty in different types of people, different ethnicities, because every ethnicity has its own unique, distinct set of features. Basically in anyway, ethnicity is a whole big mess, but like I think it's cool that this guy, he's not romantically connected to any of them uh, in a clear way in the show, um, but he has these beautiful women who are around him. And there is technical team, too, which is even cooler, but you don't really get to see that in this episode, so we'll come back to that later. Um, but anyway, so he's an idealistic guy. He's passionate about, um, like, enjoying life, which is why he surrounds himself with these beautiful women, and he loves fighting, and he loves, like, he wants to make it big. And, like, to him, it, it seems like his meal ticket is, like, his strength and his performance of, you know, being able to be a fighter. So, like, that's how he does it, and that's how he pursues his dreams of, uh, like, being... I don't know, his happy, brash self. And I, I think it's pretty cool. Oh, but what's cool, he's honorable. Um, he refuses to help the corrupt Americans working with him. And it, it seems like um, the guys working with him, there's a blonde guy and there's a guy with black hair and a mustache. It seems like they're from Earth and they've n- never been to the colony and Chibity's from Earth. And he says that early on when he was a kid and he beat up those adults, those like gang members, um, that's he basically got scouted by colonial like I'm gonna call them liaisons. That's how I like to think about them. And um, like they, well anyway, I'll get into them. But they're like bad dudes, and he refuses to work with them. So um, what themes are at play? I kind of think government corruption again is coming in here um, because the American liaison guys I just talked about they offer to assassinate Domun for Chibity, even though they are top officials. Like they're willing to get their hands dirty. They actually pilot these helicopters that turn into Gundams in a really neat looking way. Um, and uh, Domun fights off one. One of them is trying to kill him. Like the blonde guy who might be Greg, I think they said it was his name. I don't remember. No, Doug, Douglas. Anyway, one of the guys is Douglas, which is a, just a funny little detail. Anyway, one of them like kidnaps Bunny, which is the uh, the br- short uh, brunette with short hair and glasses um, on Chibity's team. Uh, Bunny, that name, it's so funny. Anyway, they 
he like abducts he abducts Bunny and I think he impersonates her or like he drugs her and forces her to tell Domoon to go to the wrong place so that he can ambush him there and kill him there. Um, I guess because they'd have no faith in Chibity as a fighter. I'm not sure how this works and how the uh, how, like there's supposed to be honor in the Gundam fights and there isn't. It's just it's messy and ugly, um, which is interesting. Uh, I didn't really pick up any nuggets of lore except for like how crazy the Gundam fights are. Um, Let's see. Oh, uh, Rain uses a... <laughs> she puts on these, like, Ray-Bans, these black shades, and she uh, wears those while she's uh, shooting these American guys with her um, her taser gun, or whatever it's called. Uh, so, I mean, I guess maybe that. But it's not one of her, like, beauty... Um, uh, like, a, a makeup item masquerading as a, uh, a weapon or something. Um, so, anyway... So that's all for her gadgets, I guess, this this episode. Um, that's really all I have to say. Uh, this was a good episode. I really liked it. It was fun. I'm thinking, they're, like, the Argo Golski episode, I'm pretty sure it bored me, uh, which I think is episode five. Um, so anyway, we'll, we'll kind of go from there. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll get to that later and talk about it more, but, like, this was a really enjoyable episode. Uh, I like the emphasis on dreams and, like, honor, and uh, one really cool thing that I liked was at the end, uh, Chibity was telling Doan, like, just go ahead and finish me off, and Doan was like, no, listen to those people, they're cheering for you, and, like, you know, the gun, the Gundam Fight International regulations say that you can keep going as long as, it, and he uses it in, like, words that would speak to Chibity's heart, he says, as long as the fighter still has the dream of winning, they can keep going on, and he's like, oh, thank you, Neo Japan fighter, and everyone's yelling, Chibity, Chibity, get up, and stuff, and, uh, I did just, Americans love an underdog, and so do I, because I'm, you know, an American in that way, I guess. But uh, it's really neat, and I liked it. And that's all I have to say for this episode of King of Queen, King of Hearts, King of Queens, King of Hearts, um, Queen of Shadows. Uh, so anyway, everybody, remember to get out there and grasp happiness.